You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spitting Statistician. And you are listening to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big shout-out if you're listening on iHeartRadio, if you're listening on TuneIn Radio, on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, or if you're watching live inside Studio 34 right here on the Fantasy Sports YouTube live stream. Check this out. We have the uh, Fantasy Sports Network holiday party going on, so I wanted to bring on a couple of my friends to celebrate. One of my best friends forever, Sussmania Greg Sussman in the building. We also have, as you know, it's your boy Chris, the analyst Ventra. Um, you get you called in to give me that DFS lineup on yeah. Friday. How'd that do? You got to turn your mic on. He probably this has to have his mic on. He's usually down there monitoring the YouTube chat. He's still down. You know. Am I on? Nope. No, you're not on. Just tell me. Give We're me a on. thumbs there up. Thumbs down go. like Diggs Town. So How'd it go? Howard Kareem Hunt, I had in a lot. Of, I made okay. 40, 40 lineups. Okay. I had Howard Kareem Hunt in almost all of them. Still didn't even. I cashed in 10 of them. But I still didn't come close to big money. Min Cash, he did not come close to big money. I want to find out also, we got poll questions up on Twitter, as always. I want to find out who helped you this week. Who was your diamond in the rough? Was it Rod Smith? Only owned in 13% of leagues. Jonathan Stewart hit the end zone not once, not twice, but three times, Greg. Trey Burton, perfect plug and play. Was it somebody else? Who was your Fugazi that, you know, kind of ended your season in the playoffs? Mike Evans, only 25 yards. Robbie Anderson or the Reverend Jimmy Graham who got squad douche. We're going to break it all down, and then we're going to talk about the biggest things that happened. we got a lot of injuries to discuss as well at the quarterback position, right, Greg? Savage, Peterman, and, of course, the potential MVP. Absolutely. Carson Wentz goes down with that torn ACL. Josh McCown breaks his left hand. It was a a savage day (laughs) Uh, Mm -hmm. for the quarterbacks around the NFL, as it has been all year, starting with Andrew Luck, who never got on the field, to Aaron Rodgers, to Sean Watson. It's been a brutal year for the quarterback position. Uh, Tom Brady better watch out for his own ACL Tonight. Yeah, absolutely. He's already, you know, missing practice because of the Achilles. And if you ask Patriots fans, they have seven games left to play. We shall see how that works out. You mentioned the Tom Savage. Interesting. You know, he was shaking on the field, coughing up blood, and somehow he's let back in. Josh McCown, they say, got a back problem. He's let back in. We will break all of that down into a fine powder. We will pass that powder to the offensive coordinator of the Miami Dolphins and see what he does with it. But also, the number to call if you want to get down with the hashtag stats over beat cypher is 844-843-6879 we are live on youtube we'll be helping you guys out right now so you can win your leagues and win that cash like i said when we come back we're going to talk about all these quarterback injuries if you can trust any of these replacements for week 15 in your semifinals a couple of interesting snap counts that i want to get into and then also my big time headlines because there's a lot of places speeds helps you win your leagues there's a couple of people who put it in my eye. We got to hold speeds accountable on a Monday as well. You already know what it is. This is the hashtag stats over beat cypher right here on the fantasy freestyle on the award winning fantasy sports radio network. Come on right back. Let's go. 
The award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network is your free fantasy source 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. You can catch this show and many others live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, iHeartRadio, or TuneIn Radio. Want to listen on your computer at work? Go to FNTSY.com slash radio or check us out on YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page where you can ask questions, discuss topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your questions on the air. The number is 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 days a year fantasy sports network of its kind without a subscription. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your fantasy source. Getting started right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Speeds the spitting statistician, getting it going with the fantasy freestyle. I got my man Greg Sussman. I got my man Chris, the analyst venture in the building as well. You know, it's the holiday times, you know, so we got to add people. And yo, also, if you want to get down, you definitely can. The number to call is 844-843-6879. You can hit us up on the YouTube chat as well. You could always follow me, ask me questions, holler at me at spitting speeds. Check this out. We got to get into what I got right, what I got wrong. But before that, we got to do a little bit of an autopsy on week 14 and we start at the quarterback position listen Carson Wentz potential MVP candidate potential fantasy MVP candidate he is absolutely done for the year but Greg I was telling you um, during break Carson Wentz and I now share something I too have thrown a touchdown pass on a torn ACL much like Carson Wentz the only problem was mine happened in uh, Zog Sports competition not in uh, an NFC playoff preview so as you guys Phil Rivers has thrown touchdowns yeah, yeah, on, yeah. on a torn ACL uh, that is Hall of Fame company yeah absolutely so the question then remains, what about Nick Foles? What about Nick Foles? This is a guy who, you know, 27 touchdowns, like two picks one year. A lot of people love how the Eagles have built this team around what was a second-year quarterback to start with Ventra. Talk about this offensive line, this defense that can get after it now with Ronald Darby as well. All of the weapons, probably a returning Zach. It hurts when I pee. Do you think Nick Foles, especially with a couple of weeks in the regular season to get his bearing straight, can be effective for these Eagles Come playoff time. Well, look at these matchups. You got the Giants and Oakland on the yeah. slate for yeah. the next two weeks, so the matchup looks good. And Foles did pretty well when he came in for Sanchez. Uh, what was it? A couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, you know he's capable. I, I just wouldn't trust him. I wouldn't start him in the playoffs if you got you know a better option. If you're talking about options like Blake Bortles, right? Uh, maybe. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'd still probably go Blake Bortles. Though. We do still want to play the matchups, but you make a great point. They have the New York Football Giants next week, and tackling is still optional for them. <laughs> Other quarterbacks going down as well: Marcus Mariota with the knee, Josh McCown with his hand, Tom Savage with his head, and Nate Peterman as well. Let's get into that, Greg. The Tom Savage hit I think is very interesting because if you see the replay, he's literally shaking. Everyone knew something was going on, and then he goes into to the tent he comes back out of the tent he goes back out there like did the process do him wrong yeah, I don't, think any, I don't think there's any question about that. You have the NFLPA and the NFL both looking into this mm-hmm. because this is now too often, right? Like, this is too often this is happening where somebody clearly to our eyes, not trained, not doctors, getting concussed. Yeah. And it's so clear for us to be like, all right, this dude's concussed, sit him on the bench, let's make sure the process works. And he comes back out there. There was multiple, multiple times yesterday he grabbed his helmet to run back on the field. I'm like, what are you yeah. doing? 
Right, you, you literally saw the assistant coach being like, nah, man, you need to go on over to the side. Hey, Ventra, let me ask you something, though. I believe this is just fine for the only player that matters to me on the Houston Texans, which is D-Hop, DeAndre Hopkins. He's still, you know, TJ Yates comes in, gets two touchdowns. DeAndre Hopkins continues to blow up. 11 catches for 149 yards and two touchdowns. 11 catches on 16 targets. We've been saying all season long that if DeAndre Hopkins gets 50 to 60% of his targets, we're okay, and I believe that T.J. Yates can do this. Remember, he did that, I think, what was it, two years ago? He did the same thing, so I'm, I'm fine continuing to fire out D-Hop as a wide receiver one. Oh, well, yeah, you, you definitely have to because if you saw when Yates came in, he actually, it looked like he was targeting him almost all, all the time. That's what you should do. Almost every time. That's what you should do. Right. If I'm a guy coming in, right, like, I'm going to look DeAndre Hopkins' way. I don't care what it is. Right, so he's going to get fed just as much. He's going to, with those targets and the way he's been playing, you can't bench, bench him, uh, you know, no matter what. Okay, fair enough, fair action. enough. So we, we still feel okay there. And then the other the other kind of head shot that we want to talk about a little bit was after that, that snow game. And that snow game in Buffalo, Nate Peterman goes down. But let me ask you this, Greg. I talk on Sunday morning. I got Emery Hunt with me and all these guys and, and all the experts. They always say, listen, the rain doesn't matter. The snow doesn't matter. It's really about the wind. It's really about the wind that does it. Let me show you something, though. Buffalo gets 92 yards via the air. Meanwhile, Shady McCoy goes 32 for 156 in a tud. You know, um, Frank Gore goes 36 for 130, you know, and, and the Colts only get 69 yards in the air. I had a guy call me and say, hey, T.Y. Hilton or Kenny Galladay on Sunday. And I was like, come on, you have to go T.Y. Hilton. You have to. And he wanted to argue with me. He wanted to go back and forth with me on Twitter. I was like, you have to still go T.Y. Hilton. Don't worry about the snow. Don't worry about the snow. T.Y. winds up going two for 20. Don't worry about it. Kenny Galladay only had 17 yards receiving, so we were okay. But when you see something like this, moving forward, do you try to pick up the Buffalo Bills defense? Do you try to pick up the defense being like, oh, it's going to be an actual snowstorm? I need to change my thoughts at, you know, 1245 and pick up a defense in the snow game. You know, it's really interesting you say that because I think Buffalo's defense people were interested beforehand. Anyway, because they had the Colts match Facing the Indianapolis Colts, exactly. But I can tell you what, in one league, we had the Indianapolis Colts defense. We used them yesterday. In another league, at 1245, I'm watching the snow come down on my TV and I'm like, should I be picking up the Colts instead of going with the Bengals? And I was like, you know what? The Bengals are just a better defense. Let me go with the Bengals. And that was a mistake because the Bengals got me one point in my league. The Colts wound up with eight. That's a seven-point swing. That could be the difference in my matchup when it's all said and done because that snow is unlike anything that we have seen before. In a couple of years. This isn't like a, a normal rain, uh, a rainstorm or a snowstorm. It's, uh, it's a blizzard. It's a full-on mm-hmm. blizzard. Steve Tasker, who played for years in Buffalo, has covered Buffalo for years, since the worst climate for a game he has ever seen. You wow. saw it. The Colts didn't pass the ball in the first half. Like, yeah. one time. So, no, absolutely. So it's not really a surprise to me that they do what they did. I think, and I know us as fantasy owners are very reactionary, but I felt like even there at 1245, we needed to be even more so, mm-hmm. right? Go pick up the Colts defense. Yeah. Go bench a T.Y. Hilton. Maybe not for Kenny Galladay. There's probably somebody better sure. out there than Kenny Galladay. But we really should have been more proactive in those conditions because we understood that we couldn't see but they couldn't move outside of running backs, Frank Gore and LaShawn McCoy. And listen, now with global warming, we may see this again in the sure, next couple sure. of weeks. I'm telling you right now, I'm trying to find my kicker, you know, that plays on a dome team. Give me Matt.
Matt Prater. Give me Matt Bryant moving forward. Give me uh, Will Lutz Absolutely. moving forward so I don't have to deal with this and worry about making uh, these switches 11th hour. A Ventra, mm-hmm. another game that I thought was very, very interesting. There was a lot of discussion leading up to it was the Seattle-Jacksonville game. Okay, right. people were talking about, oh, first of all, is Jalen Ramsey going to play? He is going to play. Okay, he's going to go to the slot and cover Doug Baldwin as well. What do you do with Russell Wilson? What do you do with Russell Wilson? What I want to ask you, Ventra, is like, who won this matchup? Russell Wilson or the Jacksonville Jaguars defense? I mean, Russell Wilson goes 17-31, 271 yards, three touchdowns, but three picks. Has one of his lowest scoring games of the season, but then, you know, the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars as well, they have one of their lower scoring games on the season because Doug, Doug Baldwin does make some plays. Russell Wilson does make some plays, in fact. So, so who won this matchup? Well, I mean, in terms of fantasy, it looks like, you know, Russell Wilson and Doug Baldwin yeah. won this matchup. But Jimmy Graham, though, got squadouche in that same game. Right. They covered him just fine. They covered him. But the, if you watch the game, they were dominating this game in Jaguars. They dominated them the whole game. Uh, Russell Wilson wasn't mm-hmm. doing anything the first half. Uh, Baldwin didn't do anything. Then he had a bomb. I think they had a right. bunch of bombs throughout that game. But that's the, the way they play time. anyway, though. That's the way they play. First of all, the Seattle Seahawks have, in fact, decided that they're going to not invest in their offensive line. They're going to be happy they have Russell Wilson. And this is they said it on the telecast that this is literally something they practice, their scramble drill. They've turned their scramble drill into an actual no offensive <laughs> weapon because they have no offensive line. So... Yeah, you're right. You know, Russell Wilson pulls some plays out of his hind parts. But guess what? That's what they do. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know... Yeah, did Jacksonville really force the issue? I mean, I saw Jalen Ramsey with a couple of unbelievable plays. A.J. Bouye as well. They mm-hmm. did get pressure on Russell Wilson, but it still seems like Russell Wilson did what Russell Wilson does. And that's the thing, Dane. He's always going to do what Russell Wilson does. And as people asked us so many questions last week, do I bench Russell Wilson for player X? It didn't matter who mm-hmm. player X was because the answer was, was no. You don't bench Russell Wilson ever. And if this isn't the game that will forever put him in that category until he gets to be Drew Brees' age, then I don't know what will. Because of his ability, just as you guys just talked about, move around, scramble drill, and throw. This offense has evolved. Without a running game, we know what's on Russell Wilson. And when he has the ability to just create, it, it, the defense just cannot stay with wide receivers that long. We saw it with Paul Richardson yesterday. We saw it with Doug Baldwin. We saw it with Tyler Lockett. If you started any Seattle wide receiver, obviously Graham's a tight end, but right. if you start any Seattle wide receiver, they all scored. <laughs> and and Bowler could have had more. So ultimately, when it comes to the Seattle offense, we've said it for a few weeks now, you want a piece. It doesn't matter who they play because Russell Wilson can make things happen. Okay, here's my question. Do you want a piece now of Bortles service? Blake Bortles in Jacksonville. Let's say you had a Carson Wentz, right? Let's say, I mean, you, you could have had Josh McCown. He was QB7 going into this. Blake Bortles, 18 of 27, 268 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. He's now quarterback 14 with 16 touchdowns and eight interceptions on the year. Of the 13 guys that are above him, only Goff, Breeze, Brady, and Wentz have fewer interceptions than Blake Bortles. Is this a guy who now understands his game manager kind of role? And with quarterbacks, like you were saying with DFS, all you want is that 260 and 2. That's what Blake Bortles is giving you. Is he now stable for your fantasy playoffs, Greg? Stable is a very serious word. I'm not going to go there quite yet, Dan. Okay, fine. What do you think? Stable? I mean, real life, I picked him up. Uh, because I dropped Marcus Mariota and I have Jimmy Grant, uh, Garoppolo as well. This is right here. Chris, the analyst venture, putting his money where his mouth is, saying Blake Bortles is apparently a viable quarterback 
for the rest of the season. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Welcome back. To the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dane Martinez. We got Greg Sussman with me in the building. We got Chris the Analyst Ventro. We're going through week 14, some of the big injuries and the ripple effects of them. We're also going to talk a little bit about what Speed's got right and what Speed's got wrong before we preview Monday Night Football. Remember, the stats over beat Cypher. You can holler at me if you want. The number to call is 844-843-6879. We're also going to get into a couple of early nominations for hashtag Game of inches a playoff edition imagine if you win or lose your playoff matchup by a quarterback kneel down by a missed field goal by a garbage time touchdown like what happened in philadelphia and the rams well we have some nominees and we'll continue to get them at spitting speeds on twitter i also want to let you know check it out people are talking about aaron jones will who get me will he get more of the work in green bay well jamal williams had 50 snaps aaron jones had eight we also were talking about the tampa bay tight end situation how all Oh, Cameron Braid is the apple of Jameis Winston's eye. On Sunday, Lineup Lock Live, you know, our guy, the fantasy executive, Corey Parson, was saying, you need to go back and make America Braid again. I was like, I don't know. O.J. Howard, I think, is still part of the mix there. And remember, Cameron Braid is also a free agent in the offseason. So I think they could be starting to get O.J. Howard more chemistry with Jameis and Greg. O.J. Howard, 56 snaps. Cameron Braid, 25. Speed's got that one right. I think O.J. Howard is definitely the guy to own going forward. And to be quite honest, in Dynasty Leagues, I like O.J. Howard, Hunter Henry as some two big-time stashes moving forward, no? Yeah, you know what? I, th- I think O.J. Howard, uh, in the future, this is what they drafted him for, right? When yeah. he gave him Cameron Bray. Like, this is exactly the moment. Um, get his feet wet now, uh, do a lot of blocking, and then chippy in the passing game. Mm-hmm. Cameron Bray's a free agent. O.J. Howard is the uber-talented guy. He's going to be someone that fantasy owners you know, go gaga over. Wait, can you do that again? Uh, throw up what do they do over? Uh, yes, that's what I'm talking uh, that's about. That's the kind of guy is OJ Howard is going to be next mm-hmm. year. Same with Evan Ingram. I think. Same with, same with David Njoku. I think all three of these tight ends uh, from this draft are going to be that type of guy. I, I think that connection with Cameron Bray. You know, we we haven't. We saw it a little bit last week with two catches for, uh, just what, 30 yards or something? Yeah, but, but two both touchdowns. touchdowns. So, maybe we should have noticed a little bit last week, but it didn't really matter what's hand you threw out this week. It was a bit of a disaster from... Cameron Bray to mm-hmm. David Njoku to uh, Ricky Seals to Jimmy Graham to yep. Greg Olson. All these guys were complete disasters. Trey Burton, who he mentioned in the open, uh, he was the only one that really stepped up. Yep. Uh, so hopefully people that are still playing can get to welcome back Rob Gronkowski, maybe welcome back Zach Ertz next week. All right, here's what we do here on Mondays. You know, we always talk about what Speed's got right, what Speed's got wrong. I told you guys, if you listen to the Fantasy Freestyle by now, you know how much I love the home dogs. My guy, Frankie Stanfield, is 
is in the fantasy pit of misery right now downstairs. He knows how much I love the home dogs. On Friday, I told you how many of these home dogs I liked. I said the Carolina Panthers at home would end the eight-game winning streak of the Minnesota Vikings, and they did. It was a 31-24 final. I told you the Arizona Cardinals would win as a home dog. The Tennessee Titans and Marcus Mariota are just not good enough at this point in their development to go in a non-conference road game, go in somewhere, and control the action. They had a total of 205 yards of offense combined as, of course, the Cardinals win this game 12-7. I even went out on a limb, and I thought it was going to be what I was leading my show with uh, because... Chris, I also said that I thought another home dog that would win outright would be the Cleveland Browns. I actually called for them to win their first game of the season against the Green Bay Packers. And at about 2 o'clock, I was happy with that. At about 3 o'clock, I was happy with that. Then the Packers had a punt return with about a minute left. And I was like, oh, they're going to piss this away. They're going to defecate the mattress on this one. And that's absolutely what happened. I want to ask you about this on the Packers side. Aaron Rodgers, they're saying he's looking ridiculous. He looks great. You know what, though? In the next two weeks, Carolina and Minnesota. So, you know, I don't know. Chris, are you running Aaron Rodgers right back out there if you have him in your semifinals and your finals in matchups against two top ten defenses like that? I don't think I'm just throwing him in there, especially if I have a... Uh, you know, a, a good option you that probably, I'm using now. What if yeah. your option was Carson Wentz? Well, then then you might have to. Like, if you really don't have other options and Rodgers could be your potential best option, has the highest upside, uh, yes. But I'm still worried about him. I mean, and you're talking about terrible matchups, you know, especially Minnesota. Minnesota and Carolina up next. You're still riding out with them, no problem? Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, he was um, crazy. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Who are you starting over him? You want to start talking? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you right now. I might, because of the matchups, because of the matchups, I might start Jimmy G over him. Well, you sound ridiculous. We should play this back. Clip this for me, Florio. In a a week, I want to see Jimmy G in a plus matchup against Aaron Rodgers, uh, against Carolina or Minnesota. I I think uh, Jimmy G could outscore him. Listen, 334. Got the chemistry with Marquis Goodwin. Jimmy G had the plus matchups of all plus matchups yesterday, right? Yeah, and he threw for 334 yards in a Todd. How many touchdowns were there? One. One. Oh, oh, that's right. That's fine. It's the best matchup you could possibly have. It's one of them. You were taking a guy that has started five career games over... Perhaps the greatest quarterback in the NFL. You're taking a guy who's coming back after a month and a half that's and may the, not make one hit. What happens the first time he gets quarterback sacked? Quarterback in the NFL. What happens the first time he gets sacked? He gets by back up and throws short. a touchdown. I don't know, man. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't think it's about Rodgers. I, obviously, we all know Rodgers is great and he's capable. It's just that I worry throwing him into a playoff match right out of being out. That's for what I'm five saying. Yeah, yeah. Right. You have no chance to see Wait it before you believe in it. Who are you starting with? You, you want to say Blake Bortles? Over no, Aaron no. Maybe. I'm not talking Blake Bortles over him. I don't think I would. Let's start Jimmy G over him, Yay! absolutely. You, but this guy's last name ends in a vowel as well. Wait That's a probably what. Wait a minute. Jimmy Garoppolo, two days ago, mm-hmm. was on waiver wires, right? Two days ago, yeah, he was yeah. on waiver wires. You're going to start Jimmy Garoppolo, who plays for the third worst team in the NFL, over Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, well, the ma- Do you hear yourself? Home I watch Tennessee the- next week. I like it. What you're both doing is what a lot, too many fantasy owners did this week. And that's, playing, and that's playing matchups instead of playing the better player. And we talked a lot about, about this uh, on our network over the past week was worrying too much about matchups. Mm-hmm. Some, sometimes it paid off, right? Yeah. Uh, with a guy like Kirk Cousins, my guy. It paid off because he was terrible yesterday uh, against the Chargers. Where it didn't work out, 
both of the Seattle Seahawks, um, Russell Wilson to Doug Baldwin. Where did it? You know, where else did it not work out? I think some other tough matchups that you looked at. Carlos Hyde scores a touchdown against one of the best running defense in in the league in the Houston Texans. Do not start Aaron Rodgers because it's the defense. That's silly. You're not going to not start Russell Wilson. You're not going to start Tom. Not start Tom Brady. Is it Aaron Rodgers? If Rodgers? It is, but it's not like he's been playing for the last five weeks. He's coming out of care. nowhere. We'll see. You know what we should do? We should see what the callers think because we got a couple of callers lined up, and let's get to them. We're going to uh, get to the stats overbeat cipher right now here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Hopefully, week 14 continues the luck. You get a W and keep moving. We started off with Stephen in Massachusetts, a true friend of the show. Dilly dilly, Stephen. What's going on? Dilly Dilly, Spees. How you doing? I'm doing all right. I got a buy. Trey Burton looked good. Just in case Zach Ertz can't go for me next week, I feel okay plugging and playing him. How'd you do? Are you still alive? Are you winning? Uh, I'm down by nine, and uh, I'm going up against Kenyon Drake, and I have Cooks. So I'm, I'm hoping I can get end up getting the win. It is possible. Uh, the big... The Bengals defense, man, uh, they got me. And Riley, I know Greg was talking about, for me, uh, the defense got me a minus four. So it wasn't all that great. And then uh, I ended up playing Piran over Alex Collins. and that, that didn't Yeah, good. the River Dancer did his thing for sure on Monday night. But that's all right. Let's spin it forward. You got any questions? You got any moves we could still make? Yeah, my question is, is um, if I can, if Cooks ends up outscoring Drake and I can end up winning, um Piran, do I just leave that guy on the bench? Because I just mentioned it. I had Alex Collins, and, and uh, I also have uh, Pete and Barbara, just in case, like, Doug – Doug Martin didn't do too good. Yeah. Do you trust him moving forward? So, uh, yes, I trust Alex Collins. Um, I really like him moving forward. He showed he showed uh, footwork, speed, power. I like him moving forward. No, I do not trust Peyton Barber. No, I do not trust Doug Martin. No, I do not trust any of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Next week, they are home on Monday night against the Atlanta Falcons, I do believe. And I'll tell you what, I think I would ride out Pirine over any Tampa Bay Buck in week 15. What do you think? I am definitely going to P. Ryan over any of the Bucks. You can't trust Peyton Barber or Doug Martin. Uh, Alex Collins is running right. as well as anybody in the NFL right now, so you obviously go to Alex Collins. And number one, you don't need to make line of decisions, Stephen, on a Monday. Like, the week's not even over yet. Let's so, win this week first. Let's win this week first. Exactly. Let's win this week and, first. And, and it's Maje P. Ryan. He's a starting running back. He yeah. did all the carries. Remember, Byron Marshall got yeah. hurt all over the kickoff. The first kickoff of the game yeah. uh, for the Chargers. So uh, I have no problem with P. Ryan. All right, fair enough. Up next on the Fantasy Freestyle, we go to San Diego. It is the wife's female. Parts. We got Justin over there. You're on the stash, the hashtag stats over beat cipher with the fantasy freestyle and speeds. And we got some best friends in the building. What's good? How can we help? I hear you. So that's good. Oh. Oh, hello. There we go. Hey, What's up? Oh, okay. Sorry. They got my name wrong, I guess. <laughs> that's all right. What uh, is, what your, is name? your name, right. sir? Uh, Joseph. 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 We got Joseph right here on the Stats Overbeat Cypher here on the Fantasy Freestyle. How's Week 14 going for you? Oh, it's going great, man. Nice. <laughs> nice. It's going great. I'm in second place right now, even though I actually do have the best team, just I've had some bad breaks. Okay, fair enough. So how can we help you keep it moving and ensure you have the best team when the Fantasy Championship rolls around? Well, this is more just like a, a take that I just wanted to uh, – let you guys kind of stir the pot real quick. No problem. We're and up against the break, so uh, give it to us now. We'll marinate over it over the break. All right, all right. Um, how do you feel about 
Phillip Rivers with his uh, matchups going forward over Tom Brady, who he's outscored two weeks in a row. Oh, that's a very interesting question. Thanks for it, Joseph. And what we're going to do is we're going to talk about that a little bit over the break. We'll give you our answers of Phillip Rivers ascending like the Chargers are with plus matchups or TB12. I think I already know where Greg Sussman's going to go because it fits, it fits the his thesis, his narrative. We'll see, though. The GOAT still has to play tonight. T-F-B. And we already talked about ACLs and Achilles and stuff. We shall see. Hey, by the way, Jilly Dilly out there, hold, because I want to get to you. I want to see if your husband's team is still undefeated. Raphael in L.A. as well. We're going to answer those calls when we come back on the other side of the break. It is the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you are listening to the Fantasy Freestyle with your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician. Come on back. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Welcome back. It is the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dane Martinez, Speeds, the spitting statistician, holding you down. I got one of my best friends forever, Greg Sussman, in the building. We also got the analyst, Chris Venture. We were talking a little bit because the caller asked kind of a, you know, he wanted to engage in this idea of matchup versus name on the back of the jersey kind of thing. Hey, Greg, would you ride out Phillip Rivers in a good matchup at Kansas City next week on a Saturday? Or Tom Brady, assuming he gets through Monday Night Football healthy tonight, um, in a tough matchup at Pittsburgh next week? <laughs> it's, very, it, it's very simple. You don't play the matchups when you have someone like Tom Brady. You don't play the matchups when you have someone like Russell Wilson. It, there, there is no debate. There's no discussion. There's no argument. It's Tom Brady, and that's it. You move on. All right, fair enough. So there you have it, uh, Joseph, not Justin. Um, I kind of think you could play the matchups a little bit more. I want to see what happens to Tom Brady tonight uh, and the injury reports. Does he miss any days with those Achilles and all of those things? I want all of the data points before I make that kind of assessment. What I want to do also is bring on my girl, Jilly Dilly, out there in Cali. Hey, Jilly, how you doing? You're on the Stats Overbeat Cypher with Speeds and the crew on the Fantasy Freestyle. Dilly Dilly, is your husband still undefeated? We are still undefeated. Nice. And I like how you yeah. say it's we. It used to be my husband's team. We. Now it's we. I like that. I like that. How, how's it? Uh... That's right. I, I told him you should be billing our insurance company because you are the fantasy football therapist. All right. That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. So, Jilly, you let's keep it going. You have saved him from sleepless nights. Wow. Yeah. I appreciate no, that. has been great. I appreciate that. Yeah. You're always welcome yeah. here on the hashtag Stats Over Beat Cypher. But uh, let's keep Thanks. it going because there's, you know, are there any decisions to make? Are there things to be proactive about? Let's keep it going. I don't always get you to, uh, you're not always able to, you know, get on the show when I'm on at uh, a little bit later on. So now that I have you, how can I help? Well, he has a whole thing about whether to start Aaron Rodgers with one of his other teams, which, by the way, his undefeated team, he has Russell Wilson, and he benched him one week, and he didn't sleep for two nights. Okay, but so he did 
We did win that week. But okay, fair he's enough. So he's got an Aaron Rodgers. What's that? What's that? Who's the yeah, other quarterback? Who's the other quarterback that he has right now that is taking him to the playoffs and maybe won a playoff matchup for your collective team? Who is the person we're competing up against Aaron Rodgers here? Well, he's been just streaming other quarterbacks every week. It's been a mess. I see. It's really it's, it, he had McCowan this week, and I I told him in my notes <laughs> on Friday. You told two callers not to use him. I did. I did. I thought I thought the Jets on the road are much different than the Jets at home, and the Denver Broncos at home right. are much different than I the Denver him. Broncos on the road. Okay, so listen, if you're just streaming, and Aaron Rodgers yeah. is one of the options, I have. Absolutely Absolutely no problem with it. You just chose Jimmy Garoppolo over Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's, but a, stream, that's a streaming quarterback. Nah, nah, nah. He's a pickle. People that get Jimmy Garoppolo weeks ago, baby. <laughs> Congrats, man! You got a quarterback through one touchdown yesterday. I'm just saying, nah, man. I'm telling you, there are not many that were going over 300 yards consistently. My man is averaging over 310 yards in his two starts. But Jilly, all right. So we're—I mean, Greg over here is okay with Aaron Rodgers. What I want you to do, though, Jilly, is when we come to waiver wires tomorrow, I'm going to be on my show doing all the waiver wire pickups. Okay, we're even entertaining guys like Blake Bortles, for God's sakes. So what I want to do is I want to see who you have available. Hit me up on Twitter, at Spittin' Speeds, and we'll make sure you guys stay undefeated. Okay, Jill? All right. Thanks. Thanks a lot, Jilly Dilly. All right, up next here on the Fantasy Freestyle, we stay in, I think, L.A., although it could be Louisiana. We're going to find out. It's Rafael. What's going on, que lo que? Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for taking my call. That's California, LA. Absolutely, that's what's up. Yo, and you're in LA. How are the how are the fires out there? Is everything okay? Uh, it's, California is like the biggest state. It's it's so big, like you know, it could be a million acres burning, it won't even affect you. Okay, you know, fair I enough. Mean, it's, just, it's just so spread out. Fair enough. We keep you it know, moving. I mean, so uh, yeah, everything's okay. All right, you how know, can we help you? How can we help you uh, keep it going though? Let's get a W. Oh man. I, I blew it. Number one, I have to agree. There's certain players that it doesn't matter what the matchup is. I benched Russell Wilson this weekend for mm. Alex Smith, and I'm hitting it all day today yeah. and yesterday. Yeah, and a lot so, of people were talking about going up against that cat scratch report. fever, but he delivered. All right, so yeah, what do we got moving forward, though? All right. Um, I have one play left. I'm down 10 points in a, in a .25 PPR. Okay. I've got Hogan, Amadola, and Stills that I can roll with tonight, and I need 10 points. Any news on Hogan or still seems the most consistent? What are your thoughts, guys? So I, I do think Hogan is going to play. I do think Hogan is going to play. I was really hoping one of the options you said was Rex Burkhead because I really like Rex Burkhead. For me, it's about, with no Rob Gronkowski, who's going to be working that middle of the field in the safety blanket receiving game? That's where I think where my mind goes, and that is Rex Burkhead. I know that Hogan is coming back, and he is going to get some production. Greg, who do you think has a – because he needs those points. Who do you think is the best chance to get in the end zone? That's where he's going to get that, and that could, in fact, be Kenny Stills. Yeah. So I, so I think the point you made up is, is right, right? Like, who has a better shot to get in the end zone? I like Kenny Stills, and the matchup with Kenny Stills is really, really good. And all you need is a deep shot to Kenny Stills for, yeah. for it to work. But I'd like it better if it was still Matt Moore on the center, though. Probably so. But to answer your question of who has a better chance to get in the end zone, for me, that's Chris Hogan. Hogan was out so? there. He had a real connection uh, with yeah. Tom Brady or in and around the red zone. Yeah. And without Rob Gronkowski, I think Chris Hogan's option number one inside, inside the red zone, passing the ball. When it comes to running the ball, it, it's your boy Rex Burkhead. And that's, um, and that's the guy that you've been able to trust over the last few weeks. He has cemented his role. And it's very hard to say trust in the Patriots' backfield in the same sentence. But it's true. You've been able to trust Rex Burkhead, both in the passing game, in the running game. So, so Rex Burkhead... 
Crooked is also in line for a good game tonight. Yeah, absolutely. However, I think his question was Amendola, Hogan, or Stills. Who are you going so with? So I'm sticking with Chris Hogan. You're going with Hogan? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Stills. I'm going to go Stills, I think, for a couple of reasons. Like you said, I think if he needs nine points, Stills can get that in one play. And I also expect the game script of this game to have the Patriots up in the second half, right? And so then I think Stills is still going to be viable in the second half to get that shot that you need to get your nine points, whereas we, we may see a lot of Deion Lewis in the second half for New England. What do you think about this one, Ventra? I'm, I'm going with Stills, too, because I think... The Dolphins don't have like all these options that New England has. Now you're adding Hogan back into the mix with, with everybody else they have yep. already. The market share isn't going to be, you know, we don't know exactly what it's going to be. He might not get the targets we want from him. So Stills, I think, has the better shot for the higher upside, and that's what he needs. He needs the points. All right, there. So you got two for Stills. You got one for Hogan. Apparently, that means Danny Amendola is going to catch two touchdowns today. But we shall see. That is why they play the games. We got one more caller here on the Fantasy Freestyle, and we go north of the border. It is Martin in Canada. What's going on? True of the show as always dilly dilly what's going on man hey how's it going pretty good you chilling chilling trying to help people get w's and get that cash for the holidays nice i got i got two questions for uh, next next week actually okay what's up i'm wondering if i should write the saints defense or eagles defense it's a full ppr the Saints defense or the Eagles defense? I got to tell you the God's honest truth because we're still in week 14. I got to go look at these matchups real quick. Greg, week 15, what we have is the Philadelphia Eagles. They have, as we know, the, the New York football Giants, right? And that offense, listen, yep. that offensive line versus the Phillies Eagles pass rush, I like that a lot. What was your other option, Martin? Uh, the Saints versus the Jets. Yeah, at home. The Saints at home versus the Jets with potentially backup like Bryce Petty involved. Listen, for me, I don't worry too much about like points given up, stuff like that. What you're trying to do is get sacks and turnovers, right? And for me, yeah. that Giants offensive line is going to surrender the sacks, and I think the Philly defense is going to try to lean on his defense without Carson Wentz. I think I'm going Philly. What do you think, Greg? That's a total toss-up for me. I I have no idea. Um, eh, flip a coin. I think it's a good answer. Just flip a coin. See whichever one. Whichever call heads and whichever one's heads is the answer. How's that? There you go. You called into a radio show and you got <laughs> go with your gut or run a Hell 50-50 yeah. trial as your answer. I'm going to go Eagles. What do you think? Saints. I'm just getting, I'm taking the complete other stuff. Further confuse the narrative. But if you're calling into Fantasy Freestyle, you want to hear from Speeds. I'm going to go with the Eagles. I'm going to give you a definitive answer. Speaking of which, before we move forward to week 15, let's talk about the end of week 14, the New England Patriots and the Miami Dolphins. Let me tell you guys, we talked a little bit about this already. I love Rex Burkhead tonight. He is my diamond in the rough in this game without Rob Gronkowski. Not only do I think he could get in potentially in the run game, he's been the goal line back for the New England Patriots recently, but also working the short game out of the backfield. I like Rex Burkhead. Burkhead in PPR formats. I think he's a very, I think he's a strong RB2 and in PPR formats. My Fugazi this week is Kenyon Drake. I think what happened last week against the Denver Broncos was something of an anomaly. I mean, I don't, I also like you, like you heard me say before, I think the game flow goes a little bit away from them. I do not think that Kenyon Drake, uh, kind of like re, 
reclaims what he did against the Denver Broncos. Also, as you guys know, every week I always tell you that there's a couple people, there's this trick. You could pick up people on the Pats right now. You could pick up people on the Dolphins right now if you have a free spot to burn. And then tomorrow, when we get news of, you know, injuries or poor performances, there's going to be people from tonight's game on the waiver wire that you could have had for free. So who might that be? For me, that guy might be a guy like James White. You know how they rotate around in New England? Yeah, it's all Deion Lewis. Yeah, it's Rex Burkhead right now. But something befalls one of them. James White is right there as the next guy up. I also think Julius Thomas is a very interesting tight end that actually follows an Adam Gay system. If you had to throw a flyer in someone in this game tonight to now maybe be able to have as an asset when we wake up on Tuesday or Wednesday morning, who might that be, Greg? To me, it's Sonorius Perry because okay. he is literally one injury away from being the starting running back for the Miami Dolphins mm. and also getting all the carries. Without Damian Williams, yeah. it's... It's all Kenyon Drake. I expect Kenyon Drake tonight uh, to just soak up carries, to soak up target targets, and soak up touches. If he goes down, Perry's your guy, and you have a starting running back in the playoffs, which right now is very tough to come by. I know, you know, Dane said James White, and it's great. I love James White. I had him uh, for most of this year. But even if one of those running backs go down, there's still three other ones. So, uh, for me, it's Perry. Yeah, absolutely. Remember, if I said last Monday at this time, I said you could do this with Giovanni Bernard, and look what happened. When we come back here on the Fantasy Freestyle, we're going to look and see if we have any early nominees for hashtag Game of Inches, Playoff Edition style, and we're also checking on the polls and see who are your diamonds and fugazis for week 14. Come on right back. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and the Fantasy Freestyle. Oh, Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyrotor.com slash premium and learn more about our awesome product. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I got my guy Mike Florio down there in the Fantasy Pit of Misery. In for Chris Bavona, the manimal. Hey, uh, Florio, check this out. One of the things we always do here is uh, hashtag Game of Inches. And usually Bavona is the, uh, you know, arbiter of the winner. So, you know, we're a little bit early today. So check this out. Tell me on a scale of 1 to 10 how bad this one would be to, uh, you know, have your playoff matchup decided on this one. I'm talking about my guy from the Stats Overbeat Cypher, Andre Pastrana at Taiwandre76. Check this out. He won his playoff matchup because uh, his opponent had the uh, Skins defense. And the skin, uh, the, the Chargers defense, excuse me. And then the skins, though, got a late pick six. Got a very late pick six at the very end. And it wasn't even that. It was the extra point on top of that, which made the game, you know, gave them 13 points. But what pushed the defense over to getting in the 7 to 13 point range, that took away three points from their opponent. And they wound up winning by one point eight on a scale of one to ten. How bad is that for hashtag game of inches, Florio? 
For the guy who lost, that yeah. has to be as close to a 10, probably. That's I pretty mean, bad, right? A meaningless extra point yep. to lose on that. To lose your playoffs awful. because of that on a meaningless extra point. I'm also getting hit up. People who had Travis Kelsey were playing against Kareem Hunt. There was a Travis Kelsey touchdown overturned via replay. And then when the Chiefs had the ball on the one-yard line, it was Kareem Hunt that plunged it in. That is a more than 12-point swing right there. If you lose by only a couple of points, we call that hashtag Game of Inch. As well, you saw in that big-time Eagles-Rams game, at the very end, the Rams were trying to do the lateral business. It wound up becoming an Eagles fumble recovery and touchdown on the last play of the game. People also lost their fantasy playoffs on that one as well. Hashtag Game of Inches. Greg, I know you're still in the mix in your matchup. You better hope you don't wind up on Game of Inches on Fantasy Freestyle tomorrow. I I, I hope not. I actually saw some people lost uh, their bets on that yeah. On the uh, Brandon Graham touchdown. Uh-huh. Uh, like second half Rams, and they lost on that, which is brutal. Uh, I am still in barely by the. You know, tip of my tongue in this in my match tonight. I need Kenny Drake to go off. I know Mike Florio needs the same exact thing I do. Uh, hopefully, we, we win it together. So we will all be together here at the Fantasy Sports Party a little bit later on, and we can tell everybody that if Kenyon Drake does not go off, I will be able to make sure to we'll try and numb the pain for you guys <laughs> here at Rock and Riley Studio Thirty Four as the Fantasy Sports Radio Network gets it going and celebrates the holidays. If you want to come on by, you can come on by and see us sometime. Ask for speeds, the spit and status. We got a couple of poll questions up. We always ask, who was the diamond in the rough that helped you win? Who was your fugazi? Who undermined you? You know, Venture, what I always think is funny? You know, I put this poll up maybe like two hours ago. On the diamonds poll... You know, we have like 100 votes. On the Fugazi poll, we have like 250 votes. Everybody wants to talk about, you know, the negative. Who undermined them? And right now, 38% of the people are saying Mike Evans and his 25 yards. Jimmy Graham getting zero, a third of the vote. Robbie Anderson has eight, uh, 11% of the vote. Remember, Robbie Anderson only getting, I believe it was two catches for 27 yards. But a couple of write-in votes. Venture, what do you think? Cameron Brait, who we discussed. Ryan Suckup. Is that, uh, Ryan Suckup killed me, yeah. <laughs> Ryan Suckup killed you, too? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he missed the field goal, which ended up getting me zero because he got the extra point, but didn't matter because he missed one uh, in one of my leagues. And I had him in two bi- two of my biggest leagues, so uh, that kind of hurts. I'm sorry to zero hear that. Zero points. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to hear that. Hopefully, you will also be able to numb the pain at the Fantasy Sports Holiday Party as well. But, but I did bench Robbie Anderson for Marcus Goodwin. That ended so that winds up working just fine. On the other side, the diamonds in the rough. Trey Burton is running away with this. Remember, he was only 8% owned. 37% of the people like him tomorrow on Fantasy Freestyle. I'll give you my waiver ads at every position and you'll likely hear the name Trey Burton there as well, especially for you Zach Zach Ertz owners out there. For my man Greg Sussman, for my man Chris Ventra, you know what it is. It's Speeds the Spitting Statistician. We will see you tomorrow on the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hope your matchups do not result in a hashtag Game of Inches, but if they do, holla at your boy Spitting Speeds. We'll talk about them tomorrow. I'm out. Peace.